0: Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to His Line, and you are listening to 1% or less with him. I am Jason, the co-host with God and Jesus Christ, As the host, they are sitting in the captain's chair, they are at the wheel, they are in control of this ship, and I am just the guy that just kind of hits a few buttons and gets the message out there, and we're going to be doing a uh, chapter a day Bible reading like we have been throughout all of uh, February, and so, um, again, welcome to 1% or less with him. You know, we all have the same 1,440 minutes in a day, and 1% of that time is a little under 15 minutes, but we're rounding up, which is why it's about 15 minutes. Um, It's so very important that we spend this kind of time with Christ and God, reading at least minimum a chapter a day, right? And if you're not reading it, at least come here and hear it at the very minimum. Um, You know, you can listen to this while you're You know, doing work or whatever. But I honestly, if you're going to do anything, if you're going to internalize this, you know, the Bible, if you're going to internalize any type of scriptures, I'd highly recommend not doing anything, at least anything that, you know, draws your mental uh, capacity away from it, because you want to really allow it to be internalized within you, you know. I mean if you you know focus on two or three other things and yeah, you have it on in the background, but that's really all it is. It's just background noise, but we're not really giving the full attention to the Father. And so you know 15 minutes, that's all you need to just listen to you know listen to this and if it's not me and you can't stand my voice, there are many other podcasters out there that read a chapter a day Bible. Bible reading, all right? And I hope that my voice isn't that repulsing and that you want to go somewhere else. But, you know, everybody's got different listening preferences, and I totally get that as well. So 15 minutes, that's all you need. Read it or hear it and spend a little time praying. And it doesn't have to be anything formal. Like I was talking to my aunt the other day, you know, she's. She believes in God, but she doesn't know exactly how to really pray. She always thinks it has to be something real formal. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to be something that's formal. Sure, that's nice. But talking to Father and Jesus is very much like talking to a friend sitting literally next to you while you're in the passenger seat and they're driving. All you're doing is just having a conversation. Like, hey, Father, Jesus, thank you for allowing me to wake up today. I really pray that today is a good day. And I know it's a good day because I'm vertical. I am not six feet under. So thank you for that. And, you know, you just talk to him like he's a friend. So, so anyway, um, so today we're reading out of the book of John. And today we're going to do John chapter two. Okay. And it is the wedding at Cana. And it reads, on the third day, there was a wedding in Cana in Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran short, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, how does your concern affect me? My, uh, My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servers, Do whatever he tells you. Now, there were six stone water jars, there, they uh, there for Jewish ceremonial washings, each holding twenty to thirty gallons. Jesus told them fill the jars with water, so they filled them to the brim. Then he told them draw some out now and take it to the head waiter. So they took it, and then the head waiter tasted the water that had come, that had become wine, without knowing where it came from, although the servers. Who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called to the bridegroom and said to them, Everyone serves good wine first, and then when people have drunk freely, an inferior one, but you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this as the beginning of his signs in Cana in Galilee, and so revealed his glory, and his disciples began to believe him. After this, he and his mother, And his brothers and his disciples went down to Capernaum and stayed there only a few days now the next part we're gonna read is subtitled cleansing of the temple still within chapter 2 since the Passover of the Jews was near Jesus went up to Jerusalem and he found in the temple are those who sold oxen sheep doves as well as the money changers seated there He made a whip of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of Scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this, Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, this temple had been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scripture in the word Jesus had spoken. While he was in Jerusalem for the feast of Passover, many began to believe in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus would not trust himself to them because he knew them all and did not need anyone to testify about human nature. He himself understood it well. And that concludes the reading of chapter two. Kind of a short chapter, actually. I'm like kind of skimming through here toward the front. But um, excuse me. And for anybody that's wondering, I'm reading out of the New American Bible, Revised Edition. All right, I'll bounce back and forth. I I, I like the New American Bible. I'm pretty partial to that one, but I will also read out of the uh, the uh, NS the NASB, the New American Standard Bible as well, the ninety five one. Um, I have a couple of Bibles upstairs. In fact, let's see. I have a Geneva Bible, the fifteen ninety nine Geneva Bible, and then I have the Founders Bible, which I believe is a an yeah New American Standard Bible as well, the ninety five edition. I like that Bible. a lot. In fact, I like all the Bibles. I mean, there's really not a Bible. I don't I don't care if it's King James like I don't read it. But, you know, I have one in my basement and I absolutely love it. I think it's a beautiful Bible. I won't read it, but I love having it. I like collecting Bibles. More importantly, I like reading them. But back to this chapter here. Now, again, unlike Proverbs, Proverbs was really easy to pick some verses out. And kinda uh, I don't want to really say doing an analysis of it because I don't really want to analyze God's word because there's really nothing to analyze. But what I do want to do is maybe talk a little bit about it, right? It was easier to do with Proverbs because there's a lot of wisdom in there that, you know, we can all take in and internalize. But with with the book of John, it's more of a story of real accounts, right? Of of Jesus and his life and, and all the miracles and different, you know, works that he did. And so it's really I don't want to say I don't want to say there's not a lot to talk about but it's a little bit more of a challenge to discuss it like you could with uh, say psalms or proverbs right but I will say this all right because and again this is the humanly side of me coming out okay so hopefully there's no judgment but you know we got to try to have a little fun and laugh once in a while like I said I am not ordained. I'm not a priest. I'm not a biblical scholar. I'd like to read the Bible and I like to take something new from it every single day. Well, one thing I was thinking about when I was actually reading this this morning, because I actually already read this chapter this morning and then I'm rereading it right now. And I just absolutely love the fact that one of the first miracles that Jesus decides to do here is turn water into wine. You know, at this wedding you know people you know when you think about it think about it even in modern times today right when you go to a wedding what's the first thing you really look forward to all right i mean most people let's be honest most people all right maybe not everybody's like this but i'll tell you the first thing that i look forward to when i go to a wedding i look forward to having you know you know good food and some drinks i'm not gonna lie like i said i won't get plastered but boy boy i sure would like to have a few you know a few drinks that's fun That's the fun part about a wedding and not only that, then dancing, right? The music everybody's having a good time and hopefully there's no drama. Right. But I, I like weddings for, just for that reason. I mean, other than the fact, first off, let's not forget about the real reason why it's so fun is that, you know, you got two, two separate people coming together in holy matrimony and becoming one just as God designed it. So that first off is the most beautiful part about the wedding. Part that i was talking about first was you know obviously the benefits of it but again you know everybody's different i like food though you know i'm a big foodie but you know i started thinking about this i was like man you know not only was jesus a righteous you know person who did wonderful works right he healed the blind and the paralytic i mean he did amazing work but i love the fact that the first thing he does is the people at the wedding ran out of wine right they ran out of wine. So you better believe they were probably feeling a little toasty, not trash, but I'm sure they were feeling a little toasty and warm and fuzzy inside. Right. Then his mom comes up, Jesus, son. Hey, like, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing now, right? I'm just, I'm I'm trying to, again, try to add a little of uh, Jason in this a little bit. <laughs> and she basically just goes to her son say, Hey son, like they ran out of wine. What are we going to do? And he's like looking at her like, I got this. Just don't concern yourself there, mother. All right. He calls her a woman, but you know, it's not your concern. It's not my hour yet. And of course, then he, you know, tells the waiters, Hey, go fill up these water, you know, fill fill up these jugs with water and then serve it to the head waiter to serve to the bridegroom. And, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine the servers, right? The ones actually getting the water, knowing what that water was for, which was the washing and cleansing of feet, right? It was supposed to be for cleansing um, rituals, right? For cleaning. Taking that water out, knowing what its true intentions were for, putting it in, you know, into like these containers. Right. And then they turn into it turns into wine when they serve it to the head waiter. It's like, whoa, what just happened? This is water we drew out of the well. This wasn't something that we fermented or got out of, you know, the back storage area of, you know, one of our huts. This isn't a secret stash of wine. What just happened here? You know, you gotta look at that, and you gotta appreciate it, like from a from a human, uh, from a how can I say it, from a human, uh, a worldly perspective. Maybe that's the best way. I'm trying to think of like proper words here. From a worldly perspective, like how funny would that be? Like, I mean, think about it. Let's just say in modern times, let's just put it right now in 2022. You go to a wedding, right? Alcohol runs dry. Boom. Everybody's dry. And now all of a sudden, like, it, it, you know, the, the fact that alcohol ran away, right, and it's gone. Now it's like the Debbie Downer of the party. Now it's like, oh, great, now what, right? And then and then someone goes up to Jesus, right, his mom says, uh, what what are we going to do, right? And let's just say you're one of the people that are working for the wedding. And they say, hey, go back to the kitchen. Go get some, uh, go get tap water from the kitchen sink. Fill up these, uh, these pitchers, right? Fill it up. And then bring it out to the uh, to the wedding party, right? The wedding table, the the, the the main party table, right? And you do that knowing what well, you just filled up. Those pictures were clearly clear water, right? H2O. And you bring it out and you're thinking to yourself, what am I doing with this? Like, th- these people aren't that drunk. They're not going to, they're going to definitely taste the difference here. One tastes sweet, this doesn't. It tastes like nothing. It's water. And then you start pouring it. it goes from clear to this rich, maroon, dark, like, ruby red color. Like, whoa. Like, what would you be thinking in that moment if you saw that happen in modern times? Like, literally, your mind would be blown. You'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, this is crazy. Like, you wouldn't know what to do. I mean, that's what that's like. That's what that is. You know? So, anyway, I just find it awesome. (laughs) the first thing that Jesus does as far as performing one of his miracles is, all right, let's keep this party going. And we're going to turn water to wine so we can all continue to feel warm and toasty and feel good. There it is. Right. And so anyway, I just I found that that to be a little humorous because that was his first one. It's like, all right, this is just child's play. Like I could just see it like, you know, the thought process in Jesus. He's like, all right, I'm going to show these people something real basic and, and JV. Right. And then boom, water to wine. And they get all astounded by it and he's probably thinking to himself boy if they got excited about that boy wait till they see me you know help the blind see and make people who can't walk stand up after years of not being able to get up like wait till they see this this is gonna be great You're gonna look at me like whoa I believe anyway I'm looking at the time we're at 14 and a half minutes let's bow our heads pray get a little serious here dear Heavenly Father we thank you so very much for this time together. Thank you for another day of life and good health. Thank you for this pursuit of happiness that we all go after. We ask that you guide our hearts, guide our minds, guide our spirit. And we just ask that you help us be a tool for you in your tool chest to help others open their hearts, soften their hearts, and accept you in their hearts so we can get this nation back on path to where it needs to be with God at the top of the throne, where he belongs, your Father. But I just want to say thank you so very much for this platform to be able to get this message out. And I pray every day that I do a bigger and better job for you every single day because I don't want to get this wrong. I don't want to do this wrong. I want to do a perfect job for you and for anybody who listens. In your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ, I pray all this. Amen. Amen. And that is it for 1% or less with him. I will see you tomorrow for a His Hardline discussion. I am going to actually move this up to about 6.30 because I have an assembly. Uh, We have a state call that we do every week um, uh, at 7.30 for the state. And so I will be participating in that. So I'm actually going to be moving my show about a half hour earlier. So just FYI. Not that I get really a whole lot of live listens because a lot of what um, I get are more the downloads, you know, for people that you know, can't listen in live. So I don't know. I might do it even a little sooner than that. So I don't know. I'm, 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 still playing around with, with the times. Right. So, all right, that's it. Have a wonderful Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at his, our line. You just listened to 1% or less with him you can find us at www.ishardline.com. we look forward to seeing you next time have a blessed day